Welcome back to another episode of Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learn along the way. The lemon is what leaves a sour taste in our mouths, the pepper is that hot topic that has everyone talking, and the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life. Join the conversation on Twitter and Facebook at Lemon Pepper Wet and Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. I'm Bethany. I'm Dinah. And I'm Christina. That was, That's like, fair. the loudest tears. <laughs> Yay! Oh, no, we're all on the same page. I love it. Actually, you can call me out because I did the... You can call me yeah, out. Yeah, okay, that's your thing. That's <laughs> what we call you out about. Yes. That's what it is. There are things. We, we all have our flaws. <laughs> Welcome back to another ancient shit episode. Ancient, ancient. It's the end of the year. We're just... We're chucking... 2017 wasn't oh, shit. Right, so. yeah. Coming soon. Your weekends? Um, this weekend was good. It was Thanksgiving. Happy. mm, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about saying happy Thanksgiving anymore. Shout out to family and friends. Shout out to those. Duality. It's a thing. You can recognize the fucked upness of the holiday and still be grateful. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna go with. So, um, I had a pretty chill Thanksgiving. We ate a lot. We talked a lot of shit. We laughed a lot. And Got saw to see some old friends. Yes, saw mm-hmm. some old friends. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. And and it was a long weekend too. Like <gasps> I needed it so yeah. bad. I needed it so bad. So I was so grateful for that. Yeah, it was definitely I'm happy that this Thanksgiving was super, super, super laid back. I went to Bethany's house. I'm, it's always consistent. Mom's is always throwing fucking down in the kitchen, so I, I didn't have to worry about that. Turns how out, much? How much mac and cheese did she give me this year? Uh, enough. I just <laughs> finished my last little bit yesterday, so I'm like, I don't know if I'm still supposed to be eating Thanksgiving leftovers yeah. by what's Saturday, the, what's the but. Limit? Is it like if you can meal prep for a week? I feel like you at least got five days. Yeah, I mean, great. Okay, exactly. that's as a good days one. You can meal prep. Yeah. For. Mm-hmm. Um. So Although, thankfully, let other niggas tell it, and you know, <laughs> we're all heathens for eating past day three. Right. <laughs> it's not that bad. And I was like, am I crazy? Is yeah. That? No. It's we've been doing leftovers for you centuries. Know Thanksgiving costs. <laughs> right. Like, right. It's not going away. Okay. Exactly. Y'all get over your bougie ass. Mm-hmm ways of thinking and right. eat that turkey. I hate niggas who don't eat leftovers. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like way. I feel like usually the day after, I don't want it right away. Yeah. I'll eat something else, but then for like Friday sa- or like Saturday, Sunday, yeah. you know, maybe lunch on Monday, I still have things. You'll remember. Food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was good to see Gary. My parents, my family actually went to like their friend's house and my, my gut told me, it was like, don't fucking go because you're not going to want to do that whole... <laughs> What are you doing? What are you up to? When, how come I haven't seen you at church? I'm like, I'm not coming back there. Like, I haven't been there (laughs) in 17 years. years. (laughs) Like, I'm not coming back. (laughs) So, I was really happy to just have a chill Thanksgiving. Um, We mentioned my friend Chelsea who passed away last weekend. We had her, I guess, homegoing is such a country thing to say, um, service. But we we laid her to rest. Right. (laughs) Yeah, we laid her to rest this weekend. Um, so that was really good. Got that closure. And then we all turned up. It was really good to see, like, friends that I hadn't seen who I worked with and knew her, like, during that time mm-hmm. in my life. Like, mm-hmm. we all got r- really turned after the funeral. So that was 
very fun. Obviously, we all know that's how she would have liked for us to celebrate her. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, that was cool. And then just today, actually, for brunch, Christy and I went to um, a little market, which is going to be the flavor of the week this week. Le Petit Marché, I think is how you say it. Nice I don't speak French. French. I don't speak French. But anyway... Black-owned business owned by um, Marche Sparks and her mom and her dad. It's really cute. I think her dad was there, I'm pretty sure, behind the counter. I didn't see him. I love mom and pop. Yeah, it's (laughs) so cute. And it's not particularly French. They do have, like, all-American fare, but it's a really cute vibe. It's in downtown Kirkwood. Lots of black creatives hanging out on their laptops. It was a really dope (laughs) vibe. Um... So, yeah, they opened up in 2008 and initially was just, like, a market where she sold, like, local fairs and pestos and pastas Mm -hmm. and things. And then because the economy was so bad, she kind of had to rework her business model and ended up, like, actually serving food, which turned out great because everything I had today was delicious. So, okay, shout out to you guys. I want to check it out. Yeah, it's really, really cute. Um, But, yeah, flavor of the week, Le Petit Marche. Marche. I don't know. Somebody correct me. Who <laughs> <laughs> gonna check me, boo? Somebody. 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 Yes. Somebody will find a way. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I'm pretty th- I love Thanksgiving. I always love Thanksgiving. But I will be honest, like I'm always super grateful when people invite me over and everything. But deep down I'm like, if it's not my grandma's, like it, I'm always disappointed. Not me. not even disappointed with where I'm at or what I'm eating. Just like it's not my niggas. It's not yeah, my right, food. Right. Like nobody does it like my grandma. So I'm just real particular. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I am, and I don't even want to say it sound weird. I'm no, so no. I think everybody yeah. would agree with you. My I'm parents just, literally came home and my mom cooked Thanksgiving dinner yeah, all over again because like, they just, weren't yeah. vibing with what they had. But so. we'll, we'll all be together for Christmas. So That's I did good. a lot of volunteering. Um, because so I was off the days leading up to Thanksgiving also so Mm -hmm. I did a lot of volunteering with the usual groups that I do which is all like food giving out helping with the food and security problem that we have Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) there was this article about how I guess police were going around putting signs on Georgia State University and other places saying hey don't hand out food personally because they were basically when I read the article in full they were saying that it causes a strain on their resources because the people who clean up the trash have to do more work. Mm-hmm. And so I had a moment where I was like, okay, y'all probably ain't paying them niggas more money to go and do this. Right. So I don't want to do that to them. But at the same time, like, I'm still going to give us some food. Yeah. yeah. And so I went and bought a couple plates from because Cracker Barrel was open all day. So you could just go and buy like a $12 plate or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, there's homeless people in particular places where we live over here. They're always in the same yeah. area. Mm-hmm. So I went and gave out a couple of plates. So that was yeah. good. Um, and then, oh, on the day before Thanksgiving, I had a really good, like, centering moment. I went to Unity North Atlanta in Marietta, Georgia, and it's, like, an interfaith church. And right now, they're hosting, they're hosting these Tibetan monks, and I don't want to mess up the name of the monastery where they're from, Mm -hmm. but they're here from India. They actually had to reestablish their monastery in India after they had to flee Tibet from Chinese persecution. Mm, uh-huh. They went from like three million down to like it went down to ten thousand and down yeah, to two fifty. Like it went yeah. real. It was pretty bad. Like yeah. there was ten thousand monks and they went down to two fifty. And I think there were like three million Tibetans total killed. Mm, uh-huh. Yeah. So they tour basically. They go around touring and they set up this big, almost like the size of this table, like this giant slab, and they. Um, they have all this marble that they hand, they basically 
they bust down the marble into sand. Mm-hmm. And so they use this technique that's like ancient Tibetan technique to make a mandala. And it's mm-hmm. really Ooh. cool. And it's mm. big. And so they do it from 12 noon to 7 p.m. Just seven hours every day for a week. Working on different mandalas? No, the that same one, one. Yeah, it's, a, it's really big. There's pictures <laughs> oh. on my Instagram. Yeah, it's a really big one. And like the technique is so like meticulous and it's so centering and there was like this place where you could meditate mm-hmm. and like pictures of the Dalai Lama and a lot of stuff from Tibet like their artifacts and stuff mm-hmm. and yeah it was really cool like it was just centering and you just got to sit there and meditate and just watch like them just focus That's and cool. there's little so on Wednesday there was a Dharma talk which mm-hmm. was really cool the mandala that they were doing was the Akshobhya and it means the unmoved and the story behind it is a monk went to the buddha and he asked him you know what do i have to do to get to enlightenment and the buddha you know he basically told him all the things that they normally say and he said the monk decided from this point on i will not have anger or aggression towards anyone ever again and so he made it a point to not have anger or aggression towards people Mm -hmm. and eventually like nothing moved him Mm -hmm. you know like nothing good nothing bad he was just centered and he ended up being a great source of conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was really cool. Great story. <coughs> Meganality, probably. Meganality, sorry. It's like what she does, but on a much grander scale. Yeah, yeah. like where it originated mm-hmm. from, especially. Right. So yeah. it was very cool. And then you could, they had little areas, um, little, um, apparently the a lot of the monks there, there's still monks who are continuing to flee there. And like a lot of them are young. And so they need help with money for food and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you could make donations. You could like adopt somebody. They had little purchases you could make like little books and little things that they make so it was cool it was a uh, very dope I, li- I don't know i like stuff like that just like you mentioned that silent. place before i think like no that was no? a different place okay. i had gone there's a meditation center okay that yeah, i go to but about. no this was i just happened to log on to creative loafing and i was like oh this is all week and then the crazy thing is at the end of the so on sunday today mm-hmm. the week-long process ends with them dismantling the the mandala oh. and they disperse the sands amongst the people who come to the closing oh. ceremony like it's also a lesson <laughs> did you just go yeah. up and then that's yeah. like yeah. Down them lesson. Like I mean I guess it, yeah it it's seems a like a learning lesson like I my initial reaction is like no something like that but then I you're sharing it with right. everyone like right. everyone yeah. can have that experience yeah. For longer and than just looking that at it. moment, right? right. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like staying <clears throat> inward until you get to where you need to be, and then taking that and letting it be out, right? yeah, letting it outward yeah. into the universe. Exactly. It was really cool. So, mm. yeah. so Shout out to Creative Loafing, right? Creative I wasn't loafing, doing anything, and I lost with the gems. Yeah. yeah, with the gems. Um, so let's I get wanna. into it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Christina I know. always feels so nervous to always start that, with the line. I don't know. I think because I, I don't have, have like a I don't have a journalistic background. This is the first time I'm ever doing something like this, like this podcast. So mm-hmm. like I feel like this year I've been a lot more aware of what's going on around me because of this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. and it's a little scary. It's very. It's scary. almost like the it's, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, like it's, it's very great to opening, not know right? about all the but you don't shit. want to get caught slipping. You exactly. Don't, you don't. And I think this is you gotta you gotta get imagine, with the lemons. Like imagine going to get your birth control and it's normally yeah. free, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh hi, I need forty five. You're like, "Bitch, what? what? Yeah, I've been minding my business. What's been going on?" I, 
I know. You gotta I mean, know. you have to know. You have to stay in the know. I think I'm definitely one to reach for my escapist roots. Like, I, yeah. you know, try to keep it, keep my sanity as much as I can. But anyway, let's just get into it. So. No, it's okay. It's sometimes it's hard to yeah. move the lemon. Yeah, but yeah. Part of I mean, I don't know if it's just this week in particular or, like, what's going on with me, like, hormonally, but <laughs> I just feel like I'm just having a hard time. A little time. from both columns. Yeah, for exactly. sure. Exactly. Fair exactly. enough. <clears throat> All right, so the lemon is what leaves a sour taste in our mouths, and... This week, like many weeks this year, <laughs> we need to tally. Like we need to tally it up. Weeks yeah. out of the year, I'm President sure Lemon. Some... <laughs> oh, I don't know. President. I don't like saying the president. I don't even no, oh, yes. He doesn't deserve the title. Like it's such a respected title, mm-hmm. but I I don't like calling him the president or mm-hmm. referring to him. That might have been the first time I've done that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, we're gonna put him back to Trump. You know who he is. You right. do. Um, Trump is forcing 59,000 Haitians to move back home. Uh, This will occur, or this has to occur July 19th, 2019 is the date. So they have 18 months. And the reason why these Haitians are in the U.S. is they moved here after that major earthquake in 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, Seven years ago. So there is that. Seven years ago, however, okay, so that earthquake killed 1.5 million people, or sorry, 200,000 people and displaced 1.5 million people, and they estimate that, like, affected totally 3.3 million people of the population. Mm -hmm. Just think about, like, emotionally financially everything that you have to deal with yeah. so people were saying that even a u.s city couldn't recover from that type of natural disaster in 10 years right so a u.s city. a u.s a major u.s city right. Mm. right yeah and that's no shade to haiti i'm just saying we're supposed to be like one of the richest countries of the world right now yeah. even we wouldn't be recovered by then so trump wants these niggas to move he wants yeah. them to go back to their home and the it's not that haiti doesn't want to accept its own people first of all 81% of these people have jobs here, and half of them have mortgages. They've had kids. They're married. You're talking about splitting up families, and Haiti can't support them yet. Right. They're right. still recovering. There's a lot of poverty there. There's a lot of food insecurity. There's a lot of crime. There's a high rate of unemployment. There's so many issues. There's a cholera outbreak that's still a problem. So, what would we benefit by sending them back home right, anyway? Like, like this just like seems like a blatant on our resources in that regard. Like. That we can't host these people for... I mean, I I know we can't do it all. I'm not, like, being unrealistic, but I don't think that there's enough of a strain on our resources personally. He's saying that citing the conditions are no longer what they were after the earthquake. Lies, fairy tales, and fallacies. And just warning you all, because we're going to have to talk about this again, we have about 325,000 people in this country right now here who are under the temporary protection status for, like, from Nicaragua, from El Salvador... Mm -hmm. Um, a few other places, he, they're about to start rolling back. All They're about to start making all of them leave. Like, you're going to see more of these stories. It's already happened for Nicaragua. I think, like, it was, I can't remember how many people, but some people had to leave. But I think El Salvador has the most immigrants mm. here right now. And all of their temporary protection statuses are, like, starting to come around that time where yeah. maybe they expire, quote-unquote. Yeah. Or it's been a significant amount of years. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see more of this, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I guess this just goes in line with his build a wall, kick him out kind of MO. 
and it's which is super fucked up. Me. It's so insane. It will never like I will never be able to conceptual like wrap my head around the fact that so many white people in this country feel like this land just really actually belongs to them. Like what? Like how? how? Where did you get this? <laughs> <laughs> and they they just won't accept it. They won't accept it. And I'm so tired of so many people just not accepting the blatant truth. Like when we mentioned before, like. Um, last week when we were talking about um, Get Out getting that nomination, like I feel this is the same the same thing. Like they just don't want to accept, they don't want to harbor that like white guilt that they feel mm-hmm. like, yeah. like you stole, you committed the greatest genocide in the history of the world oh, to we'll get, get this country. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we're gonna get to that too. But I'm just yeah, like, seriously, it's, beyond it's baffling. Me. It's yeah. baffling, and I don't know. I guess with anything, what our go to is like, it's hard to sometimes feel like there's what can I do as just a one person? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But and I'm, I'm sure you have notes there, but we always reiterate, vote for your senators, call your senators, let them know that you don't agree with what he's trying to impose on these people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let your voices be heard. Right, and we are, like you said, we're learning, so... We're not journalists. No, we're not journalists. We are learning, too, but the more I look into these things, the more I try to read more and actually know what is going on. So I did find out that there's Senator Diane... I'm going to mess up her last name. Feinstein? It looks like Weinstein. Yeah, Feinstein. Sure, it looks like Weinstein. But um, (laughs) she's a California Democrat, and she's proposing a bill that would make any temporary protected status holders eligible to apply for permanent residence after three years. And I have a link to where the bill is going to be posted. She hasn't posted it yet, but I have a link to where it's going to be, so we'll have that. And then... We also will have a link to, and the text is actually here for this one, there's a bipartisan group from Florida um, that wants to allow temporary protected status to people from Haiti, El Salvador, uh, Honduras, and Nicaragua. And they basically want to allow them to continue a path to legal status. Mm-hmm. So it all, most of the solutions are make them permanent citizens. Right. Yeah, that's, that's the only solution I right. see. Right, or permanent residents. And I think that does get into like your state legislation, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what each individual state like holds as their policy. So, right. And mind you, they were, they were trying to kick them out in six months. Yeah. Yeah. And they, like, I can't remember who stepped in, but there was a letter posted somewhere. I can't remember which group it was, but they stepped in and they wrote like all these reasons why, like, you cannot just send them yeah. back in six months. Yeah. No. So yeah. So as per usual, fuck Trump. Fuck Always. that nigga. Yeah. No, fuck, fuck that man. Like he's not even a nigga, but fuck him. One of the things I thought was like, okay, now that we know this, so we can call, we can try to vote, but one other thing we can do is, if it happens, because there's nothing that we can do to stop mm-hmm. it. I mean, at some point, there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. If it happens, maybe be prepared to help a family who has to yeah. go. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just consider doing something like that yeah. if they if see what you can do to help people right. more effectively. Like directly. look into grassroots organizations mm-hmm. that are donating their time and like you know where you can contribute your money. I know money's tight for me, everybody. everybody you know, but, you but know, even if you're contributing things or right. I don't know, like the ter- the turnover rate for clothes here in this country, like people who <laughs> just need basic resources. Mm-hmm. You know, like consider all of those things. So yep. Um, all right. Yeah. Lemon isn't that much better. Right. No, the pepper is also very lemony. But, um, this past week, uh. Wait, 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 wait. Are you going to the pepper? Yeah. We're not done with the lemon. 
the eradication of net neutrality, my friend. Oh, I didn't even see that. You I can't read. Okay, okay. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Back it on up like a U-Haul truck. And I think this is probably <laughs> the most... Like, this is the most, <laughs> the most pressing issue is that... Okay, FCC, but this was seen on the internet. I did see this a lot on the what? internet. Oh, yeah. Week. Okay, but, so it could have been a pepper is what you're saying? It could have been. Uh, it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the FCC... FCC, which is, what is it called? The Federal Communications Commission trying to get rid of net neutrality. Um, And that sounds like a really silly term, but basically it just means like major internet service providers, you probably already know this, but like Comcast, Sprint, AT&T, all of these people can now begin to charge you and, you know, create what they call fast lanes where certain people have to, you're going to have to pay higher prices for your content. Um... And as people, like you said, who put content out on the internet, Mm -hmm. we want that to be free and open to all of you. And I'm sure you do, too. It's very commie, like, (laughs) kind of censor what I can see or make me pay for it. Or if certain applications don't fall in line with what is beneficial for Verizon, I'm calling out Verizon because they're the whole reason that this shit is happening. Um, But yeah, they can basically put restrictions on how you get and how you can receive your content. And that's very crippling to a lot of people in today's day and age because that's where a lot of people find resources such as therapy Mm -hmm. and like that's how we do a lot of our banking and just everyday lifestyle things that we need from the internet in addition to our entertainment and our news sources and just different platforms for people like us, black people, people of color to Mm -hmm. gain access to groups that may help us Mm -hmm. in our lives. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is kind of fucked up. I don't like it at all. The vote. Yeah. They're voting for, and I mean, it seems, I hate to be pessimistic about it. It does. It seems like a weird movie. Yeah, I hate to be pessimistic, but it's looking like this is going to go forth. Again, Mm -hmm. we urge and encourage you to call your senator. There's a website. I'll find it and make sure that you can link it in the notes that you can literally just type in your zip code and see who your senator is. I know I feel like that intimidated me for a long time when people would be like, call your senator, call your senator. It's like, I don't know that nigga. Like, how am I going to call him? Do you have his phone number? But yeah, no. And there's there's databases before the internet gets crazy, like where you can find the, the number to your local senator, call them. And then I found a website that has like kind of a script that you can, if they tell you to leave a message or whatever, that you don't agree with this proposed net neutrality or title, whatever, whichever title it's about yes, to be. Yeah. Don't be calling leaving your SoundCloud link, though. <laughs> <laughs> Before this shit shuts off, right. check out check my next out <laughs> Oh my god! Or do that? I don't know that. I love they might. <laughs> like everybody's on these days. Like we're on. There, so <laughs> Check out my SoundCloud. Look. Check out my. <laughs> Check out my podcast. <laughs> do you listen to podcasts? Are you into those? I got a podcast. Here's my card. You don't you hate podcast? when it's what's a podcast? Right. Like, 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 we started like a radio scratch. show. Um. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> So wait, what do you mean by build a podcast? 
<laughs> well, where do I find this set? Oh, you just oh, you have to download all these apps because you don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> right, 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 right. Do you have an iPhone? Let's start there. Right, that would make things a lot easier. <laughs> oh no, here we go again. No, no Android. Okay. <laughs> anyway, back right, to the eradication right. of net neutrality. This is not good. This is an awful, 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 awful thing. We are living in a terrible time. No, we really <laughs> are. Yes, we are. We are. Like this sounds insane. Something that I would never fathom that could happen here. The land of free speech. Like, yeah, you're trying to censor my internet and what I can see. And for margin, we are in the marginalized group. Most of the people that listen to us are in a marginalized group. You're trying to limit access to my resources, how I learn about things that I need. We can barely find ourselves on the Google search. Right. <laughs> Are right. you kidding Right. Me? Yeah. Such bullshit. <sighs> Call your senator. Yeah. So I will make sure to find that link where, because I saw it, I was like, oh, that's easy enough where you literally just put in your zip code and you get the number to your local senator. Boom. Pow. So, okay. <laughs> you now have, you we're have done. To. You have to. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Okay. That might be my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, so boom, check it. Uh, Sintoya Brown is going to be our pepper for this week. Um, a lot of celebrities no. were, no. it was no. not no. funny. I was no. thinking in my head, like, our transition to just be like, boom, cack. Like, just a like, right. 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 That was right. why I was laughing. Right, right, sorry. right. right. Okay, carry on with the pepper. The lemon pepper. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so she, um, a lot of celebrities were tweeting out her story and posting on Instagram um, the story that she got sentenced to life in prison when she was 16 for killing a man who was, she was a sex slave and he was going to have sex with her. Mm -hmm. So she felt endangered and she killed him in self-defense and now she's sentenced to life in prison. So, um, this story just kind of resurged because they made a movie of her in 2011 and they just premiered it again on PBS or some kind of a network. And so now people are now interested in, in her story again, which I think is right on time in a weird sense of, you know, it's yeah. not like, it sounds weird right. that it's people right on time. People are hypersensitive to, to these cases. Yeah. Rights and their, you Injustices know, against yeah. women. Mm-hmm. And this, if this isn't proof enough that we need to protect women at all costs, I don't know what it is. How does someone who is in danger... A child, by the way. A child. Think about when you were 16, if you right. were in the same situation, and then being sentenced to life in prison for protecting yourself. Mm -hmm. She had been, you know, sex trafficked for years before this even happened. So just imagine, like, all of the... just. Do you know where this was? This was in Tennessee. This was in Georgia, but it was in Tennessee. So it's just, like, all of it is fucked up. And uh, once again, this is a situation where we can help her by writing mm-hmm. to their governor and request clemency on her behalf because I don't think any woman or anybody should be subjected to this kind of punishment for yeah, trying hell to. Hell no, this is uh, absolutely unjust. Like blatantly unjust. Blatantly. Yeah. Like it's not even a question. They There's can't no... let her stay in there. And like you she said, she deserves reparations. <laughs> How old is she now? 
Uh, well, this was 13 years ago, and she was oh, 16 fuck. when it happened. So, I mean, like, for much of her formative years, she's been in jail, like, thinking about all the moments that led her up to this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which none of it was her own fault. I would gladly write. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and like Bethany said before we started recording, I want y'all to ride for Centoya like y'all ride for Meek. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I think in this case, like, I have no, like, it's not, it's very black and white. Like, this mm-hmm. is wrong. Like, you can argue whatever you want about Meek, but this situation, like, no one deserves this. And I think we all need to give her that same energy that we gave Meek and every other rapper, celeb, whoever, that got caught up for some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, this is real life. This right. is real talk. Um, Kim Kardashian, I know some of us here may be indifferent about her. <laughs> but she... Most people. Yeah, yeah she um, did tweet that she was going to get her lawyers involved and... And I feel like, I don't know if that's for publicity. I hope not. You know, she would be a woman of her word and actually try to use her quote unquote powers, air quotes, for good. I think Mm -hmm. she she will absolutely follow (coughs) through with it. I also think it was absolutely for publicity. Yeah. She will absolutely follow through with it. Duality. And if something good comes out of that, I can't be mad at her. I don't have to give her anything. Um, I will say, I will say we are in, for now, we are in a time (laughs) where the internet allows us to hold these, the internet allows us to hold these celebrities responsible. So tweet that hoe and make sure that she's following up. Like this, this, you can at Kim Kardashian don't tempt me with a good time right. <laughs> <laughs> and see where they are in that process so I mean, I don't know okay, how much, like, what's but, up right, so what's up with your lawyers Hello. like even if obviously you may not get a response but let her know that we see her and we are holding her accountable for that well, I mean no, I think it's Bible yeah, yeah. she's one of those who after a while yeah. she can Bible. Bible yeah no I mean I do she's gonna make I'm, a video hey guys I just wanted to give you an update right <laughs> yeah cause look at my highlighter she got dragged for that uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Star Yo. She jumped hey, right on her Snapchat and, and and responded. So I feel I'm like so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> she did. I mean, if even though it is Kim Kardashian, I do like that. I, I mean, I would have I wouldn't have known about this if Rihanna didn't tweet about it, or you know what I, I didn't mean. Find out about it from Rihanna, but. I definitely. I, mean, I guess a lot of people probably did. Yeah, because this happened sense. 13 years ago. I had yeah. no idea about it until this very moment. When I looked it up, I was like, oh, this is low-key old news. Right. But the fact that it's now being made popularized by celebrities, this is like where the internet and that hashtag life kind of mm-hmm. comes in and it becomes helpful. Like, I'm down for it. Yeah. Go ahead, Kim Kardashian. Do your thing. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. We don't, she knows she's going to get held accountable. They always looking for a reason. We'll check back in. We'll check back in in a couple of days. Blonde, we whatever, yeah, whatever. Color it is they week. be waiting. <laughs> I'm thirsty. I'm sorry. Oh, you freaked me out. I was yeah, like, what? Yeah, I thought you were pointing at like a ghost or something. Or, like, no. Why is this made him so I'm like, it's Bella tumbling through the wall. Like, what's going Ooh, on? Ooh, that would be so cool. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, so Pepper number one, and then... Ooh, uh, okay. Yeah. Number two is Native American Heritage Month, which is this November. 
And actually, Native American Heritage Day is on November, is on like the Friday after Thanksgiving. So it's always on Black Friday. Uh, you can thank George that's Bush so for that. Lame. Yeah, that's so lame. I hate that. So there was an article on Code Switch, and it basically described the fall in America as the middle finger to Native Americans. There's Halloween costumes that are appropriation. Um, there's Thanksgiving, which to them is National Morning Day, is what mm-hmm. they call it. And then there's Columbus Day, and then there's football season. You have teams like the Redskins. Yeah. Like, just mm-hmm. all, all the disrespect. Yeah. And I, it's almost like I didn't think about, I, I think about those things, but seeing them, like, sequentially like that, I'm like, yikes. yes, I can imagine how angry you must be. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then they also, then you also have to compete with breast cancer awareness mm-hmm. and No Shave November. Like, I don't hear people talk about Native American Heritage Month often. Right. I don't and hear people pretty... talking about Native Americans, period. Like, yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay, so right. I'm gonna, we're gonna start sharing uh, places where you can find more information. So some of the issues facing Native Americans include poverty, environmental racism, and mm-hmm. there's an epidemic of sexual violence against Native women. Mm-hmm. And there's and actually- a huge epidemic. And the the numbers at which these women go missing is astonishing. It absolutely is. It's, it is <clears throat> astonishing and alarming and concerning. All of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a website called nativeappropriations.com. And we'll link it. So it's a blog for discussing representations of native peoples and like including stereotypes appropriation news activism a couple really good articles one was the native harvey weinstein's that one's really good you Uh. have to read it yeah and then the one was they talked about depictions of the dothraki on game of thrones Mm. and i'm a big fan of game of thrones so it was interesting to read it written Mm. by the blog is um it has contributors but it's by a doctor what is her name Oof. Uh, Dr. Adrienne Keene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's a Native American woman who is also a doctor and a citizen of the Cherokee Nation. And she has really good articles. Um, and then apparently, I didn't know about this because I don't read Apex Magazine, but this year, it's like a sci-fi fantasy magazine. And this year, the August 2017 issue celebrated Indigenous American writers. And I read some of the stories. They're really good. So I'll mm-hmm. link and read all of them online that were in the magazine. So I'll also link to that in the blog notes for sure. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that PBS has like something up for Native American Heritage Month now. Apparently there was a parade in Atlanta that I didn't know really? about. Yeah, it was early in the month. Next year, look out for stuff yeah, in Atlanta, I, I, there were celebrations. So look out for stuff next November for Native American Heritage Month and maybe go learn some stuff, meet some people, contribute. Yeah. I donated to a tribe in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a small amount, but still, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, stuff like that. Can. No, yeah. I'm, I feel like we definitely always ride for African American history and culture and arts and stuff, but it is good to remember that there are other. There's a whole Native American side so that we don't think about enough, or we, we don't do, give enough shine. To. Or sometimes I think that there, this tension comes in because some <clears throat> black people don't like it's offensive when some black people will try to use their Native American heritage to dilute their blackness. Right. Mm. And so I think that sometimes there's a tension between those two ideas and people aren't necessarily willing to learn more about it because they feel they have to be black or, or you know, stuff. That's how I feel. I understand. Or that. sometimes I feel like when you do hear black people talking about it, just in my experience, it can be that superficial. Like, oh, my mom and them. Got no. Well, yeah, that's like, what we need but, to get away yeah, from. We need to get like, that, that is like this right. should have been a, the reason why I made it a pepper is because it should have been a trending topic and right. I did not yeah. see a trend and right. to me that's you know that's problematic right yeah 
Yeah, I think that overall, like, growing up, like, and I still saw, like, my friends who have small kids, like, these little plays that they do of the pilgrims and the Native Americans coming mm-hmm. together and having this peaceful, like, they're still teaching that in schools, like, that's yeah. how things happen, so. I mean, but they're still not really teaching slavery right <coughs> either, so. We you can't know expect reading. I would not be surprised if it was any other way. Right. Right. After I read some of the blog, I was like, "Wow, we relate on so many levels." We, like, we okay. do. so I like, yes, it is different situations, but we relate on so many. People right. are so quick to compare <clears throat> slavery and the Holocaust, and I'm like, "What about the let's start of the here? Yeah, because yeah. we actually do have like a shared ancestry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's start here. Yeah. I really would like to see more of that." dynamic i mm-hmm. think okay, okay so let's give it to the prince sci high the prince prince sci high the prince i was gonna say the prince of the south i was like that's scrappy i don't want to hear it I, only because he okay i'm he, just throwing not rap wise yes I okay okay that. Only because he deemed himself that and then he was on reality tv with mama d insisting that so he can have that she bullshit title really, i think he can he could just right, be it in name so only like yeah. baby like any like baby boy complex anyway oh, exactly whatever, so fine. i was like no nah, he could have that so no sci high the prince <laughs> my fellow decatur brethren mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah he dropped an album no dope on sundays it is so so good. Shout out to Undeck TV because I hadn't listened to it yet and I listened to their latest episode. Mm-hmm. They answered our tag questions and shouted us out Ooh. at the end. Yeah, it was yeah. really Shout funny. Out to y'all. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they, I mean, they raved about it. I was like, oh, I have to listen. I have to listen. And it was, it's, it's been, it's, it's really good. Yeah, I saw Sci High um, in concert like a long time ago. Me and my friend went to this little battle and he just happened to perform at the end. What do you mean by battle? It was like a rap contest battle. It was cute. It was a really fun night. And then he came and he performed at the end and it was so fucking lit. Like his flow is dope and he like paints a picture for you. Mm -hmm. It's he's really dope. So I would definitely check that out. Yeah, this is one of the best of Atlanta and Atlanta's had a lot of good music all year long. Yeah. It's a little different way. We have Boomiverse, Future Drop Two albums, Twenty One Savage, and then Pretty Girls like Trap Music. Pretty Girls True Change is on there. Jagged Edge is on Sahai's album Mm -hmm. too. Jagged Edge? It's oh yeah so good. Yeah, there's a lot of good features on there. I, I want his merch to be like prayer beads and like like I just want I want some, I want a Bible that's like, no the merch queen <laughs> the merch queen over here. Yeah, like uh, I just I don't know how much merch. merch have you acquired this year? I really only have like three shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on my without warning shirt. That's a lot. I'm just waiting on that. Okay. Yeah. I have them. There's all there's things in carts though, because you know I told Bethany, but I didn't. I love tell how you pointed to where the, the cart, cart is. But on we the know screen. that's where the cart lives. Yes, twenty one seven. I had an email from it's a shop because I'm subscribed. <laughs> The it's a movement. It, it I, keeps going. I, I was rolling when you text when you text me that your mama was using Issa. I fell out. I was like, I gotta go. She, I fell she, out. No, I fell out. Like, who I was like, this? yes, I was like, who taught you this? Yeah. And where are you picking this up? Who are your friends? <laughs> Who's me? telling you about Issa? You tell right. my mom about Issa. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell her right she's now. She's friends with all. Like, I'm gonna send her friends, the Issa so. shop link. No, <laughs> a sweatshirt that says it's a nice. It's, it's a knife and like it's so much cute stuff that on there. Cute. I'd wear that. No, it's really cute. And he has some good stuff. And, it's, and he has a Black Friday sale right now. 
Oh, but, God. Um, but anyway, enough about merch. Sci High's album is amazing. If you haven't listened to it, make sure you listen. And yeah, tell us what y'all think about it. Also, go listen to On Deck TV because they do a good, uh, have a good conversation about it. So they said that this means, they think that this means new Kanye, or old Kanye, but coming yes. again. Because Kanye executive produces Ooh, the album. And he's on it. And they said that there's reports that he's going to be executive producing all of the, all of good music's music, like Big Sean, mm. all their albums. So this is what we yeah, asked for. This is that all Kanye we want. Is coming back like old Kanye. Okay. Yeah. This is all we want from Kanye. And if so, <laughs> if, if they're either. like Negro Domuses over we there. Don't need after to right? Kanye. <laughs> we just like the old Kanye. Not the walk Dead wear, but he can ride right. Yeezys or whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm yeah, not paying actually, however I'm, much billion dollars for Yeezys. I'm not buying them, but I get the the cult. I get like that part of the culture. Like Yeezys are part of the culture almost as much as Jordans are part of the culture. All I said almost. Oof. We're not there yet, but if he keeps <laughs> on, they will be. Okay. Oh. You disagree. I say. Have you seen those new? Things I hate that them. he's dropping the I mud rats or whatever. Them. The I mud see, rats. They're them. not. They look like mud rats. I'm they're assuming. not good. I hate them. They're not the good. Rats. I'm not Somebody gonna Google. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not co-signing that statement. And it wasn't because it was Kim. They are actually ugly shoes. Mm. No, like, they're ugly. They look very like orthopedic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I don't mm. know if that's. I mean, right look at what a mud rat. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what his shoe that's looks like. Shoe. <laughs> <laughs> it looks just like whatever that animal is. That's so, horrible. That explains a lot. I hate it. I that's hate what the shoes it. look like. Look at the look at Yeezy Yeezus Mudrat. I don't know what his name is, is anymore. It, is it called a Mudrat? I feel like it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. I be seeing shit. I don't really Yeezy 500 Mudrat. You be fucking up some names. But I'm right. Oh, no. yeah, they're really <laughs> ugly. I hate them. I hate that. And people are in the comment with like flames. I'm just like, are we looking at the same? Those thing? are what you call hype beasts. They their yes. opinions do not they matter. Don't matter. No, yeah. they're just not here for all. Kanye. Like this is elevated Kanye merch. Like what? They're so what? ugly. <laughs> look how small her ankles look. Okay, you don't have to zoom in. Yeah, why didn't she? Sorry, we're just looking at Kim Kardashian and these terrible shoes. <laughs> Google it when you get a chance. Oh, <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> um, all right, so so not Kanye shoes, but old Kanye and Sci High. Right. Yes. Sweaters right. of the week. And now over to She's Gotta Have It. Over to She's Gotta Have It. I wonder so, what you want to say, because I love this Yeah, stuff. I mean, okay. I'm interested I, okay. in your opinion. So She's Gotta Have It. Re-released as a series on Netflix. Um, this was Spike Lee's Spike first Lee. movie. Yes, and he has is involved in it this time as well. I just feel like okay, I I like the show. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't get as much like artistic appreciation and value from it. It's just like watching like a watered down wannabe version of Insecure, in my opinion. Uh like no, that is a inflammatory statement. I said it. I said it. I actually relate to this show more than Insecure. Um, I think it's more like I I uh, think it's not like Insecure to me. It's more like Broad City to me. <laughs> if not, if I don't think like okay, but I disagree with both. I don't think it's like anything but an updated Spike Lee. Movie. Yeah, I mean, like, if you look at what Spike Lee's doing now, he, his style has changed. It this has changed, and I guess so, maybe that's it. I just appreciate, mm-hmm. like I said, I like the that it was all black and white. I like how 
it feels very POV in the original 1986 mm-hmm. version. It yeah. feels very POV, like you're actually talking to me. Like sometimes when in this show, when she like turns to talk to me, I'm like, why is she doing that? Like I mm-hmm. forgot that that's how it's supposed to be. Part. Like you're mm-hmm. supposed to be there with them. Yeah. Yeah. What, but what about the story? Yeah, and I aspect. think a lot of the. I think a lot of the messages, like, this is stuff we've heard all year, like, men's treatment towards women. Okay, okay, let me back up. So, in the first, in the first, in the original movie, I felt like Nola was very aware of herself. She felt, Nola felt like a woman, it felt innovative because she was a woman who's like, I'm non-committal, I like to have sex, I'm not dating anybody in specific, and that's what I know that I want. Like, even after somebody tried to diagnose her, her therapist was like, she's fine, she's just a healthy dating woman. And Mm -hmm. I like that idea, I like the, how we saw the lesbian sex scene. In 1986, I felt like that was probably pretty revolutionary. Mm -hmm. Like, but this time... She just feels very like I don't know what I'm doing, and I just maybe feel like maybe this be more realistic or more. I feel, I, like, I feel this like, is like a modern take on it. I mm-hmm. feel like that was a modern take as well, and I feel like that the original is still very relatable to me. Like I like how it does. It's not always a woman who doesn't know what the fuck she wants. She knows exactly what mm-hmm. she wants, and I hate that that message kind of is lost in this series. I would advise you to finish <clears throat> it. I think that I like the idea. See, I'm the opposite. I feel like there's too many depictions of women who know what they want. And it's more, I like it. I know more people who don't know what the hell they want than I do people who know exactly what they want. So to me, the latter is more relatable. So right. I and I guess I like it's just it. yeah. opposite for me. Like, I don't feel like I see enough of women just being very sure of themselves and very confident in how they lead especially their sex lives it's like Mm -hmm. oh she a ho she a this she Mm -hmm. a that you know what i'm saying it's still very as we've seen in some cases taboo to talk about women who have multiple sex partners and it's like i don't know i mean i i think i feel like this version of she's gotta have it has a lot from the original story but then there are just more updated things like it's almost like an homage to what has gone on between then and, and now. now. Yeah. So there's right. a lot and I of... I can appreciate that. Yeah, like, I think if you can't get anything from Nola's story, I think we can appreciate, like, the bliggity black, black, blackness of it and how Spike always pays homage to great African-Americans that we've seen and that have passed. I the music thing, how they... The music... Yeah, the music is beautiful. Like, I think it was just, like, a poetic show. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we the- haven't seen this kind of Spike Lee in a really long time. So just yeah, for I, that... I told y'all, like, yeah, that's true, but Spike Lee has a lot of content on Netflix, and I was watching movies and had no idea that Spike Lee was involved in them. Yeah. Like, his style has... Just, I mean, he's changed. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's I mean, grown. It's <laughs> the, like, obviously, that's gonna happen. Hopefully, hopefully that would happen with any artist. I guess I just loved a good... It's just a good thing that yeah. I don't feel like needed updating at all. Like, yeah. I and think... It all, and there's it was so perfect but like think of you like think about from Spike Lee's point of view like so many people didn't fuck with Spike Lee's work it, the way that he used to make it or like, so many people haven't even seen yeah. that like you have to think about the gener- like we came somewhere in the okay, middle where we were like this Spike Lee younger was, I was yeah. thinking that too I was like I, I just it just misses me like I think a lot of it is very overstated like 
the texting, how you can see the text messages. I'm done seeing that shit. I don't want to see that shit. All the hashtag, like how everything's a hashtag. I think it's just like too overstated, like trying to be trendy. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing all of it. Like that's why when when you hold it side by side with something that just seems so raw and original and beautiful, I just don't feel like it really. Mm. I That's just, interesting. I, I don't. To me, I don't, texting makes sense because we text makes, now. It is. I get it, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is that the artistic value is lost on me because it is so overstated. Is it like every, it's distracting. Too? Like when I watch, when I watch, she's got to have it. I feel like I'm almost watching a silent film in a way. Like there's this beautiful dance scene, like this ballet thing that happens in the middle of the movie, and then there's so much of like old New York, old Brooklyn. Like, I don't know. I just appreciate it. Okay. And, 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 and don't get me wrong. Like, obviously the story had to change because it's a series. It's not just a one hour thing. But for me, I would take the old over the new period. That's fine. You could, you could definitely have that opinion. I think there were parts where I was like, okay, all right, all right. But I feel like once you make it to the end, you get everything that you got from the first, but just it's it's 2017. Like the right, movie right. was made, like I get it, I get thirty it. years ago. I get you know, it. so it's just I like it. I love it. It's just no, whatever. The point mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this. She's got to have it because I think bringing up this whole conversation of like double standards and polyamory and all of those things it's good to bring that up in this day and age. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, we've seen it on Insecure, but that's a different show. And I almost don't like comparing, like, just because that's a black show and this is a black show, we got to compare them automatically Mm -hmm. because no one is comparing this and Sex and the City. Like, you're never going to make those comparisons. So, um, yeah, like, I just, I felt like I related to it. It was a little triggering because I've been yes, in a lot so of the same situations. I had 2.5 boyfriends. Like, insecure, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's just a very, like, Ugh. there's a, every guy that she's dating, I feel like I've come across that guy in yes. some way, shape, or form, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, it was just great to see someone else still with that shit for a change. And yeah. I liked how the moments where they were exaggerating those men that I know so well, that was so Spike Lee to me. And I did love that mm-hmm. part. Like, right. That was some of my favorite. That's really the like part that. that I do appreciate, because I feel like also in the old movie it they felt they're they felt like caricatures of people yeah you know what i mean that, so that i do appreciate well. that it's like over the top flamboyance as far as the characters themselves mm-hmm. yeah but and i understand its relevance like mm-hmm. i just don't think it's necessarily for me like i feel like i got more out of the old movie than i do out of this movie oh <laughs> okay <laughs> okay um it's a wet so it's the, a wet yeah it's not, yeah 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 for sure i'm not trying to like drag it or anything i'm just saying it, felt, it feels draggy i'm just comparing the two that's all okay like if i didn't have if i didn't have the old movie i would be feeling more i think on board with it mm-hmm. it's just that i'm comparing the two okay i have to make a shot of crooklyn next 
Oh, okay, but maybe, all right, well, that, that, that's where I have to stop because I wouldn't want, I don't want to, okay, I don't so want to Kirkland. Maybe how you feel about Kirkland no. is more how I feel about she's got to have it. Maybe I'm that's totally the thing because Kirkland just... is near and dear to my heart. Okay. Like, I think when mm-hmm. she's got to have it came out, I couldn't fuck it. I was a child. Like, I, I was still, a th- but I, it's still was relevant to me at some point in my life between then mm-hmm. and now like she's gotta have it became one of my favorite movies so mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I see yeah what you're so if it was Crooklyn like nah maybe, yeah. well okay no I'm gonna I'm saying no right now but I would check it out just to see what's what right but I feel like we can't remake Crooklyn yet it's not time. Hey, Spike Lee can do what he wants. As as I mean, movies. Yeah. Like, do what he wants. <laughs> because he's still involved. If it was somebody else, Okay, yes. yes. And that's he's Spike still Lee. writing and directing yeah. it. Yeah. I feel, like I, I said, I feel like, like it's fine. very relevant. I love, the, uh, I love that it's fresh. I love that it's fresh and it's new, but you can't diminish the fact that one existed and I, that one's better. In my I'm opinion. fine with Spike Lee remaking his own shit before somebody else comes Spook, along. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so, the most. I it's like still the a Spike Lee joint, and I'm yeah. still here for it. <laughs> um, cool. I like it. All right. Well, we'll yeah, I hope you guys. Else. Oh wait, really quick. I didn't watch it, but I saw the article. There was an article on BET. Apparently, there was hella black girl magic at the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't like watch it. A bunch of black models. So I'll put the link in the show notes. Right. There's it was just a, a collage pictures. of them somewhere. Oh my yeah. god. I started looking at it. I was like, oh, I this is the one year I didn't watch. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of got over it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I want. I only wanted to see it for Miguel, so there's that part. I could see the pictures and of see, the I models later. I didn't want to watch it because I was like, he's going to do something weird, like have a camera oh, or something. Oh, stop. Believe like, it. No moment. Miguel slander. I won't. I won't <laughs> allow it. I've already been over this, though. Yeah, there's always like, that one Miguel. moment. I won't allow it. We can't forget about those things. We can't he just needs that things. one person in his squad is going to be like, hey, bro, take that out. Whew. And then he's be straight. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I'm ignoring the Miguel slander That's for now. <laughs> uh, moving on to our dab. Last week, we asked you guys if you found out that a friend or family member or significant other is being faith- unfaithful, what's your next move? Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of answers. Um, <laughs> Bethany says, you tell them or I'm telling them. If it's someone I care about, it's not none of my business if someone I don't care about if it's someone I don't care about it's none of my business agreed um Heathero says to the cheater you have X number of days to come clean but I'll let the truth be known mm, so, so, little, so on the same look at my gap says I'm telling <laughs> brunch with besties podcast says give them a deadline okay most people are saying I'm telling Portia Alyssa says don't say anything. I've tried it in the past, and the person always blames the one who tells them. The stay, messenger. Stay out of folks' shit. Peach and Boots also says, how do you know the cat isn't already out of the bag? Just stay out of people's business. I asked the question to someone in person, and they said that they might pose the question, like, so how are things with you? And, like, start the conversation there mm-hmm. more so and see. Because, That's like, too much. I don't want to find out more than I need to but, know. But, like, you said, like, tell. what if somebody came, you know, was like, well, yeah, we decided to do an open relationship thing or we're separated right now, we're taking a break right now, then you don't even really have... But that's not embarrassing. Tell. I would rather feel like, okay, well, I was just being a good friend. Yeah. Mm. As opposed yeah. to just... I do understand approaching it with caution, though, because mm-hmm. I've done that before. Where I've just been like, hey, 
here you go. Because right. I'm, I'm a good evidence type. I will tell, but I will... Come with receipts. Ma- yeah, I got... <laughs> I will always come with receipts. Yeah. I ain't never gonna walk in there and just like... like I Because nobody's gonna believe you. Right. This just, is nobody a- wants to... That's something that people want to reject, and I understand that because it's yeah. painful. So I'm gonna come with receipts, but I'm gonna tell. But I do... Yeah. I have done that before, and it doesn't work out. I, I mean, it's, it's a tricky, sticky but, one because yeah. it's, it's almost like... Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yes. If, if they find out that you knew and, and I have you didn't tell them, say anything, yeah, then that's then where it's mad. like, okay, and so then, what's the deal? Even furthermore, I think what a lot of people would realistically find is that your friend or family member is not going to leave that person. Yeah. A mm. lot of times people stick around a lot longer than they should in shitty situations and so now you're stuck with this weird like knowledge of their situation like how y'all go out to dinner after that like Ugh. how do y'all you know what that I'm is saying? very true that would put like, more of a strain like, on a wait, relationship like you got a birthday party and she bringing her cheating ass dog ass boyfriend to your birthday dinner like you know what I'm saying so I feel like that can put a strain on your friendship if you yeah, readily come forward and then forth. if you know that the cheating is continuing but you're like I said something once I was yeah. just like I'm I mean I guess if you just clear in your conscience and it's like you don't you know you just want to make sure like you said that you're being a good friend then and you can just let that go yeah, at that point I, know. I mean I am I am all for minding one's own business <laughs> but I just I guess because I would want to be told yeah. I would want I just would tell I, I, mean, I don't know if that's a bad thing maybe you should start off with asking if somebody knew something would you want them to tell you yeah. about <laughs> maybe I should that would be how I if I ever have that happening and I'd be like hey would you want to know or are you a shoot the messenger type of nigga because if so you could just <laughs> I I'm just gonna start asking people that up front. Like, like, like a come friend. Yeah, Hi, nice is, to meet you. Yeah, if I ever like, find some dirty shit out about your egg, your significant other. Do you want do you, how, how should I proceed? Yeah, right, yeah. right. Like, just ask like while you're asking, like, how do you like your eggs? Mm. Have you, you want me to tell you? If have you ever mm. been in this situation? Have you ever known about cheating and yes, that's face? why I asked the um, Oh, oh. What did you decide? I told. You told. I had receipts. I, I don't told. feel like I have ever been in that situation. I did have someone tell me that they suspected that a guy, one of my friend, one of my boyfriends, was cheating on me, but she didn't tell me because she knew I was gonna be that dumbass girl and stay with him. And we we did. We got back together. So she wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just know your friends, and she's like, I'm just not gonna waste my fucking time because That's they're gonna fair. work That's out their fair. shit on their own. You know. That's fair. Um. Uh, I don't think I, I mean, I've been, I've known of people who cheat, but like from a distance, like I don't know you well enough to tell mm-hmm. you and I'm yeah. sure someone else has already told you mm-hmm. or, you know, you know, it's, but it's like, I would see someone who definitely has a girlfriend slash wife out here cheating like all the time. If I, y'all were dating somebody and I saw them in the club with another girl, I would tell me video and <laughs> I would send it while I, I was know. still Bitch. in the club and I would be like, I do you want me to run up on him here right now? or no like oh because if it's one of y'all I'm running up like on site like on site I'm not with the snapchat like excuse me (laughs) no seriously like you I'm the type of friend that you don't tell me no shit that you know is just gonna just like turn into a situation so if I find out it's gonna be a problem yeah I guess that that's true it depends on the friend or family like proximity to me like if it's my it depends yeah 
Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just be waiting to put somebody on blast. Like, just, just wow. like, do I get to? <laughs> mm-hmm. So for all of you who ever come around me or Christina, just mm-hmm. know that Dinah's ready to expose <laughs> you. Just, just yeah, so no you cheater. know. Yeah, no cheaters allowed. Don't come yeah. cheat on my friends. I'm glad you, please, <laughs> I'm glad you, you said that right. on air. Yeah. <laughs> So next week, we're doing a little something different. We are tired of talking about horrible things in the media, lemons and et cetera. So we're giving the show over to you guys. So ask us whatever you want. And the whole show is going to be a dab. So ask us whatever you want on Twitter or Instagram. I hope we have enough questions for this. I feel like this is Maybe we could come terrible. up with questions, too. We can, okay, we can ask each other some questions, too. But we want no, you guys... Up Pandora's box. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love questions. You know I'm a about question what I would do. loving yeah. ass nigga. Yeah, you yeah. are. I'm just thinking about what I would do if someone's like, ask me anything. Oh, I would just ask you something like really crazy shit. Yeah. yeah. A lot of would you rather stuff, though. It'd be horrible, though. Mm. We could do some. We I can, we can, can handle it, it. We can mix it up. Okay. So, yeah, we'll we'll post the question to ask us a question, <laughs> and you'll ask us questions. Yeah. And then we'll answer your questions. Right. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just thought of a question. It was oh, no, save it. <laughs> yeah, I go. I'm not asking us that. It's horrible. Okay. Um. So the mood booster is back to Thanksgiving. There were a lot of ATLians giving back. Shout Name them. Yes, ludicrous. Ludicrous has always yeah, giving been back. Active yeah. in the Luda Atlanta Foundation community. always so, popping. Always. So yeah, he hosted a coat giveaway at the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. They had. Aww. Yeah, it was really cute. I'll post a link to that. Oh, that's so nice. Yes, and then there was also the no reservations needed dinner at the Atlanta Mission, which I volunteered over there. That's really cool. There's a couple of homeless shelters that are under the Atlanta Mission, and one of them is like my is it called my sister's house or my sister's keeper? Either way, there were a few. Um, you know, so people, they're popping in Atlanta. They're celebs, whatever. <laughs> local celebrities. Local, yeah, local. you can call it like local, local celebrities. Atlanta gems. There you mm. go. I like that. I like yeah, that. some Atlanta gems, including Monietta, Tommy from Love & Hip Hop, mm-hmm. Big Tigger, and Keisha Knight-Pullum. So, oh, yeah, th- they're, they're always doing something. Yeah, no, the they are. Are sure. they together? <clears throat> Who? No, Big girl. Tigger and Keisha, they were dating. They well, no, were, but you missed oh, a lot. You missed so many things. <laughs> Sorry. The, the, Big that's Tigger is not at the top of my radar. Like, no, we're fuck? talking about Keisha. <laughs> we're talking about Keisha. Maybe or whatever. With yes. Sheree's oh, ex. Okay, no. no. <laughs> See, y'all. Not Sheree. was with Bob Whitfield oh, or Bob ass. whatever. Mm-hmm. He always sweating. <laughs> I don't, like I don't trust him just for that. He's like walking the door, hey, Sheree. It's like sweat <sighs> everywhere. I'm like, disgusting. what is going on? Anyway. He's horrible. I'm literally sweating right now. So I can't <laughs> <talk>. <laughs> is the heat on? Like, it is on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's November. Okay, so yeah. But um, it was also like 70 degrees today, so... Why is your heat on? I didn't know about that. When I woke up I this morning, it, it was, was cold. It was a little chilly today. She's been home all day. You have to ask her. <laughs> I haven't. I've been out and about, and I had on a jacket. It was a little chilly. Okay. 
Okay. So yeah, I'll post the links to those articles. I got those from longtime bloggers straight from the A. Oh yeah. Yeah. Reliable She's been around source. since like blogs were a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She invented blogs. <laughs> she really did. Like if you want to know what's going on in Atlanta, just go to straightfromtheA.com. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. All right. I think that's all I got. I think that's all we have. Oh, don't forget to enter the giveaway. We do have a giveaway humming okay. coming straight at you uh it closes on what the first the first to the fourth or something like that yeah so Soon. yeah <laughs> just remember to screenshot your favorite episode tell us why you love lemon pepper wet tag three of your friends on instagram or twitter and we'll pick a winner and tag Yay. us so we know tag us so it. we know yes um all right. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud at Lemon Pepper Wet and Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. Our hashtag is hashtag Lemon Pepper Wet. Yeah. Oh. People have been using variations. We got to take back over the hashtag. Yeah. It's too many oh. wings and shit going on yeah. in there. So, okay. wings and mixtapes. Like, I don't know. <laughs> wings and mixtapes. Uh, don't even talk about that. I don't even want to talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. Next. <laughs> it's been real. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.